I'm Patricia Pierce. Welcome to the Evolutionary Activist Podcast. We are living at an important moment in our history, a time that is calling us into a new way of being, a new consciousness from which a sustainable, just, and peaceful future can arise. In this podcast, we explore ways to help that future take hold within ourselves so that together we can help it come forth in our world. Hello, evolutionaries, and welcome to this week's podcast episode. Today, I would like to speak with you about unbinding the imagination. Now, as humans, one of our greatest capacities, one of our greatest abilities is our imagination. And when we look around us at the civilization that we have created and the the objects, the devices, everything that fills our lives, it was all a product of our imagination. The lights that we turn on when we come into a room, the airplanes that we fly in when we go to visit family members, the computer that is enabling me to record this podcast and for you to hear it, all of this is the product of the human imagination. And when you think about it, it is astonishing what the human imagination has been able to bring forth. And so as we are in this pivotal moment, this evolutionary moment, where we are making this transition from a consciousness of separateness into the consciousness of of oneness, of interdependence, of love, our imagination is one of those things that is going to enable us to bring forth a new sort of a world. And yet it can only do that if we are willing to unbind it from the story that we have been playing out on this planet to date, which is, as I talk about in this this podcast, the story of the ego mind, the story of separateness. It is that story of separateness that has bound and deformed the imagination so that it has been used in these ways that have inflicted great violence and suffering. The human imagination has been harnessed to create weaponry and economic systems that are exploitative, the human imagination has been constricted by this egoic story. Recently, I was in Toronto, and while I was there, I visited a museum that is devoted to footwear. And it was really interesting to see footwear from around the world and through the ages, and it was actually quite astonishing to see all the varieties and and the ways that footwear has been used and and devised through the ages and across the world. And one of the exhibits there was of footwear from China. And on display, they had these pairs of shoes that were made for bound feet. And when I saw these shoes, I was aghast because these shoes, which had been made for adult women's feet, these shoes were three inches long. Three inches. And when I saw that, I I thought, wow, that is exactly what we have done to our imagination by binding it with this story of, of separateness and 
othering and us-them and enemy. We have bound our imagination and deformed it such that it has brought forth these tools of violence and a world that is so full of suffering and injustice. Our imagination, the human imagination, has been bound by a false understanding of reality. Reality is interconnectedness. It is interdependence. It is love. That is what reality is. And yet, our imagination has been bound to this false reality, this perception of being separate, being other, needing to protect ourselves, all of those things of the ego mind which I've talked about in this podcast. And so now we're on this cusp, this evolutionary cusp, where we recognize that that story of separateness is finished, that we need to leave it behind. And in doing so, in leaving that story behind, we can unbind our imaginations so that they become placed in the service of love. So that our imaginations are set free to conceive of a world that exhibits and manifests, that brings forth tangible expressions of the reality of love. I've become so aware of how constricted our imaginations have been and how hesitant we are to unbind them from this story of separateness, this story of needing to answer hatred with more hatred. And yet, by unbinding our imaginations and placing them in the service of love, we are opening the door for a new thing to come forth. This past week in the United States, we've seen, yet again, tragic shootings. And one of the inspiring things and imaginative things that has come forth from that is that you may have heard this story, an 11-year-old boy in El Paso, Ruben Martinez, who was fearful of going shopping because of, of what had happened in his city, his mother challenged me. She said, we, we can't live in fear. And she invited him to really think about how, how could he respond to this moment. And what he came up with was what he's calling the El Paso Challenge. And this 11-year-old boy has put out this challenge on social media to people who live in El Paso for everybody to do 22 good deeds, one in memory of each person who died in that shooting. And he gives this whole list of examples of things that people can do, acts of kindness, so that the people whose lives were lost become commemorated, not with more hatred and more violence and more attacks, but they become commemorated through these acts of kindness and love. He suggests things like visiting a nursing home or mowing your neighbor's lawn or leaving a dollar on the vending machine for the next person who comes, holding the door open. And I thought, that is the imagination unbound from the story of division 
and separateness and attack needs to be answered with attack. That is what it looks like, my friends, when we unbind our imagination from that story, when we refuse to follow that script of answering hatred with hatred, of answering attack with attack. When we unbind our imaginations from that story, from that script, then a whole new world of possibilities opens up to us. Then we can place our imagination in service to the kind of world that we know wants to come forth. A world that makes the reality of love manifest in material form, manifest in this world of form. And so I invite you in this coming week and beyond to allow yourself to be free of the bondage to that script of, of the egoic mind of separateness and to allow your imagination to be placed in the service of love. And that can be in your own life, and it can also be in this wider world. Because if we want to bring forth a world of love, a loving world, the only way we do that is through love. Trying to build a loving world or bring forth a loving world through the energy and force of animosity and othering and enemy-making and vilifying, it's not possible to bring forth a reality of love with that kind of energy. That's like wanting to build a house, you know, a crystal house, and instead of using crystal, using steel wool to build the walls, you don't create a crystal house using steel wool. Nor do we bring forth a loving world with anything other than love. So I invite you to, to really take that in, to allow your own imagination to be unbound, and perhaps take up Ruben Martinez's challenge. It doesn't have to be limited to El Paso. All of us can take up this challenge to do 22 acts of kindness as a way to commemorate the lives that were senselessly taken. And until next week, I bid you peace.